Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, and you're listening to Candair Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And before I introduce uh, this week's guest, I gotta say, gentlemen, it's fucking good to see you. Yes. yes. It's yes. been a while. Yes. How long has it been? Since like freaking March. It's been, has it been March? March or April, at yeah. Least, yeah. Wow. I mean, other than last weekend seeing you at Pack Rats. Yeah, yeah. Would Before you fuckers that? met up at Pack Rats without me? Sure. It, was, it, was, it was a mu- uh, sound hardware exchange oh, in the parking oh, lot okay, that looked okay. kind of shady, <laughs> uh, if anybody were to be watching. But no, it, uh, it, it does feel good to be back here. It's funny. Again, we've talked in the past about the buildup. And it's fucking real. But you know what? Fatigue is real. So we needed a break. Mm -hmm. And I uh, just got to say, you know, kudos to Randy here. Because during this break, he has really putting some elbow grease in and just really making shit happen. You want to kind of explain in a nutshell really quick what's happening? I got to earn my keep somehow, right? No. <laughs> uh, How are you doing? It? <laughs> so uh, we got hooked up with a, a gentleman out of California. He's a publicist mm-hmm. and um, kind of a you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back kind yeah. of thing. He's got uh, the talent that he is in contract with that we're going to get on. Uh, people you guys are going to like, mm-hmm. fun people to talk to. And in return, he's got some celebrity friends that he's going to hook us up with. Right. So I'm not talking like A-list, like we're not going to have Chris Evans or Jason Momoa on here yet. Yeah. <laughs> give <laughs> but, us a little more time for that. Yeah, yeah, give us some time. We but, have a celebrity ladder to climb, people. <laughs> we're just on the bottom rung still. We're getting there. But we're going to be bringing you some, some guests that are going to be a lot of fun. You guys are going to love, and it's going to be a fucking blast. I just love the interest this guy seems to have in us. Yeah. And, and not only just getting these people in our show, but wanting us to do well. Like, he, ha- he seems to have this vested interest in us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I am all about it. Good things happening. Good way to come back. And uh, there's cool things that I, I, I wish were here today so I could surprise you all <laughs> with, but they're not. So next week, big surprise coming uh, for the for you guys and for even listeners of the show. It's it's going to be a, it's going to be a dozen. Sweet. First my, day back, and we already got a bunch of new toys. To Randy brought a bunch else. of toys over. I mean, it's like fucking Christmas in here. If you want to so, hear about it, go get on our Patreon. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at what you did. Yeah, there. What you did. Really clever. But... We'll get to that in just one second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sitting there with his one finger on the top, like, look how clever, like Dr. Evil, like. <laughs> All right, our guest this week is returning to the show. His last appearance was episode. 177, all the way back in 2017. It was oh. just right around the corner ago. I think. And I, I was looking, you know, 20-some more episodes, <clears throat> and it would have been 200 since this guy has been back on. Truth. 200. Yeah. So, I am proud to welcome back of Hamblin Comics, Austin Hamblin himself. Austin, thank you so much for being here. No, I, I appreciate it. I, I'm very glad that we could lead in with, like, we're going to have awesome celebrities. Uh, today we got Austin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get it. I am the letdown, so it's all uphill from here, baby. There's no any more down. We got this. I would hardly call it a letdown. Yeah. yeah. Very excited. I, it's always so much fun to have somebody on the show that you've uh, got to sit and have fun with already because you know kind of what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know? And somebody that wanted to come back. I mean, exactly. he reached out and said, hey. He came to us. Forgot, well, forgot the pain. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because you're like, man, Randy has been so busy. And I was like, yeah, some asshole named Austin keeps you like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you a podcast or what? <laughs> no, so Austin and I didn't have a chance to like meet, obviously, because I wasn't here in 177. So I'm on the other end, like, this Austin dude probably was like, who the fuck is Randy and jerking me around and telling me it's going to be a minute and they're on hiatus and blah 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 do they even send it to the right email address (laughs) (laughs) give me some goddamn intern or what oh my god but we got there and Austin is here right here with us today we have a great episode lined up for you in our first in our retro round table we're going to be talking about some of the best and worst special effects graphics we've ever seen uh, on this big and little screen and I've got some picks I can't wait to tear apart as a few that I can't wait to gloat on, but I see, I, I, I think I always gloat on the movies I really like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's more fun to talk trash about the other <laughs> one you don't like. Well, and you said special effects, so I took that a little bit different. I got some picks that aren't movies. 
and aren't video games. Even better. So that'll be even more, more interesting. Yep. You better not have picked real life. <laughs> There's no leveling up. It's terrible. It's, it's, it's my horrible. face in the mirror every morning. <laughs> the graphics are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, then after that, we're going to turn our attention over to Austin and find out everything he's been up to since episode 177. But before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing and you want to hear that content Jack was talking about a little earlier, all, why this, uh, this desk in front of us is littered with toys from Randy's basement. Well, that's an episode you're just going to have to go listen to on our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash CandarePod. $5 a month gets you access uh, to the Candare Patreon pod, which posts once a month. And uh, what else am I forgetting, gentlemen? Help me here. So, it's been a little bit. Yep, I'm rusty. It. Check us out every morning on uh, RedlineRadioLLC.com on the Facebook page. Uh, we are the morning show, 7 to 9. And if you guys aren't doing anything around 9 o'clock on Tuesday nights Eastern, mm-hmm. check your boy Jack and I out mm-hmm. as we get totally eviscerated on Jackbox, but you can play along with us and make us look even more like morons. So, or at least me. It's fun to watch. I've, I've been watching it, and I was like, maybe I should get involved with this. It's, it's fun. Because it looks fun. It looks like everybody's having a great time. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Randy right? didn't know what the Daily Bugle was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what? Come, you see? Yeah. Now, hold up. Don't get salty. I gotta leave now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's just salty because I kicked his ass in the Christmas episode trivia, but it somehow disappeared. The footage was deleted. <laughs> oh, that's I wasn't happened. even in the state. <laughs> uh-huh. Likely story. I wake up in Alibi. the middle of the night Good and Jack's work. in here all in black, sabotaging the studio. <laughs> All right, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Do it. Do it. Come on. I'm here. Come on. Do it now. Grass tastes bad. All right, gentlemen, the best and worst graphics where do we start who wants to kick us off jeremy i think you should me yeah go for it all right um well here's one that i've brought up on the show before and uh (laughs) i don't think anyone's going to argue with me as some of the worst graphics is the scorpion king um that was on my list too yeah (laughs) oh Oh, my god like now which one was that because it wasn't like the the solo the mummy two yeah thank you and uh even at the time like I saw that shit in the theater, and my jaw hit the floor. Like there they was can't stuff be serious so much better out there. Yeah. What year was that? That had to have been after ninety three. Ninety three is the standard for special effects in my mind because that was Jurassic Park. And if right. you can't keep up to par with that shit, <laughs> no. don't bother. Don't bother. Go home. Yeah, it was it was bad, bad, very bad. Like, I mean, they weren't really. I I don't think they were still good at making like real people into CG as well. They, it was there, but. But I think they could have, like Jurassic Park did, done as practical as they can and then just fill in the seams and cracks with CG, yeah. you know? I mean, if you can do the fucking Terminator, like facial stuff, I mean, you, I mean, the original... Except for that first movie. That one's a little rough. When he's pulling like, his eye. Pulling his eye out. <laughs> Dude, I was just getting ready to say that. That would have looked better. Yes. Than the fucking CG. Yes. I wholeheartedly I just agree. shit yeah. my pants, rock face. Oh, it was was there more CG in that movie other than him as the scorpion? There might have been, but it, was it wasn't better, so that. It was minimal. It was like, oh my god, what am I looking at? It's like, <laughs> like they spent all their well, money on that. It was supposed that. to be terrifying, and it was. <laughs> yeah, it was right. in the wrong <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pasty, waxy the rock with a scorpion body. He was very waxy. He yeah. looked like a candle, didn't he? Yeah, it's like scorpion they had no textures candle. put onto him. He was just smooth <laughs> as a baby's butt. It was like the demo they made. Them. Like, hey, do you think this will work? Just use that. Just use that. Yeah. Well, we can put more detail. Just use that. Guys, no, that's the, the Rock isn't going to put this makeup on. We got to. Hey, Jimmy down in accounting, he does something with the computer. Let him do this. The Rock doesn't care. The Rock's sitting there counting that fucking fat paycheck <laughs> yeah. out on his desk while they're putting that shit together. He's like, make it look as bad as you want. I got paid. <laughs> how, how do you make the Rock look ugly, though? I mean, that, that, I think that means that it's actually good CGI if you can make the Rock hideous. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I seem to recall it didn't look like he had much of eyelids or something. His eyes were real. Well, round. his lip was like up in like a permanent steer. The that's steer right, the like time. E- like two face yeah. style. It really was. I mean, he's got an animated face, but come on. 
I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think of the ant, like, that the kids rode around on in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was late 80s. Oh, oh. You know, do something like that. You know, have him just like a centaur sit in this animatronic scorpion <laughs> body and just do the best you can practically and then, you know, fill it in. I mean, all they had to do was have him running around and filming him from just below the waist up where you just see the body and just yeah. have yeah. green tights on underneath. It's, it's like in uh, re- the re- uh, Revenge of the Sith uh, when Mace Windu, Mace Windu goes to confront Palpatine. And uh, they have the saber battle where he, you know, Windu eventually gets killed. But when does he? No body was ever found. (laughs) But um, there's a scene in there where they're like banging their lightsabers together. And like Ian McDermott's an older gentleman. So I don't think he could be his choreograph could be quite as quick Mm -hmm. as Samuel L. Jackson's. But they're doing this kind of back and forth with their sabers, and it cuts to a different scene where Palpatine is totally CG, and he like jumps and then jumps off of like a desk, and he like does all this flipping through <laughs> yeah. the air, and abruptly cuts back to like old man with stick. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired now. Yeah. <laughs> I've done enough. But um, that anyway. was my couple of my choices for best and worst was Star Wars, and the worst is basically the prequels. Yeah. And then, of course, they got better and better as they went on to where I don't think there was really anything cheap and stupid out of the last three that I didn't like. Other than the plot. Graphic-wise, you mean? Uh, yeah. Graphic-wise, yeah. The plot, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, the graphics are pretty solid. And even when you go to Mandalorian, I mean, you know, you would expect a much more scaled-down uh, set of you oh, know, yeah. graphics for a, mm-hmm. a... I can't even say a television show anymore because it's, it's a stream show. Mini-series. Or there you go. Yeah. But uh, my God, is it not? If it, it's so on par, yeah. the only thing it's missing is John Williams' score. Yeah, but I mean, they do so well at the same. You know, I don't. They have that very that western different music sound. has got yeah. a whole different tone to them. Mm-hmm. Too, so exactly different. But in the prequels, just because you can use all that CG shit, and like in the Droid Factory when Anakin and Padme are running around, it's it doesn't <laughs> even look good anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's like. It always goes back to Jeff Goldblum, doesn't it? It's like Ian Malcolm said in Jurassic Park. You guys are so preoccupied on whether or not you could, you never stopped to real think about whether or not you should. Yeah, you exactly. know, that's CG in the nineties. Yes, yes, that's where they ended up almost ruining the the original trilogy because they were doing the new additions. Oh yeah, yeah. like Jabba's Palace. They got the whole Five new band. Oh my footage. god, Which, that was too much. I can take Dubax in the background, yeah. you know, subtle things, but not the whole new character singing the song, especially they when they're like back. singing into the camera and looking into the camera. Yeah, that was like, too much. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Good pick though. <laughs> Good pick though, uh, Austin. What you got? For the worst, I, it's funny because I, I don't know if we, if we can count this or not. And we were just talking about Star Wars, but I was going to say the holiday special. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Because I don't know if anybody remembers that. Uh. <laughs> the only thing I remember about the holidays, I mean, I do remember the outfits because, you know, you're so used to seeing Chewie mm-hmm. and how, you know, he, he how good he looked. And those suits were not on par with Chewie. No, but the thing I take all. away from that is like... Uh, Seems like the first five to ten minutes is just filled with child neglect and verbal abuse <laughs> from on, a, on from Wookies. You know what I mean? Non-subtitled, thank God, or else it would have been more of an issue. I feel so Ooh. bad for that little kid Wookie in the first five minutes of that. Creepy thing. as he was. Well, stay. Oh, t- he was creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but stay tuned because maybe in a future episode we may have a little bit more in-depth conversation about that with a certain somebody. The holiday huh? special. The holiday special. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? With Santa Claus? The Star Wars holiday. Did we holiday? get Santa Claus? <laughs> Just Santa Claus? Santa Claus. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck me. Fred is a big guy. Yes. <laughs> Pulling out all the stops. Spared no expense. There you go. <laughs> Randy, you're up. Oh, I'm up? Okay. So um, I'm going to switch over and do one of my favorites. Um, so I'm, you, as you guys know, I've harped on it before. I'm a huge Universal Monsters for yeah. Yes. The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. So the specifically when he's like taking his bandages. You're talking like the old school. Oh, yeah, 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 black and white. So they use I think it was like black velvet or something like a sock under it. And then for whatever reason, they did something with the cameras that basically rendered it like an early green screen where his face just disappeared. So which was like mind blowing technology at the time, Mm because you literally see him unwrapping himself in the background and stuff is there like it's I mean, he's invisible. Mm hmm. 
Right. Hence the name. But um, <laughs> as things should be. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just some of those early camera techniques that nobody um, had thought of using or it's hard mm-hmm. to duplicate now, like just blew people's mind. Sure. Sure. I love those movies. I haven't seen them. All. Frankenstein's my favorite. OK. I love that one so much. Uh, that scene with him with the little girl by the river mm-hmm. is like horrifying and sad all at once. But uh, those are great movies. Have you seen the new Invisible Man movie? I refuse to. Now, let me ask you, is, is that, that more like Hollow Man, the Kevin Bacon it one? It is. That's, okay, that's what I thought. It it's like more like that. Oh, I'm, I'm being... I think it's a woman, too, that's the invisible person in that. Maybe not. But, yeah, it's like, hey, I'm getting abused. I'm going to turn invisible and... Hmm. Oh, it's an act revenge. Yeah, right? yeah, it's... Uh, I just... I can't. I, I'm so passionate about the original mm-hmm. monsters. I just, I can't. But it, you know how, like, Tom Cruise, they were trying to re- reboot, mm-hmm. like, a new generation of these yeah, yeah. monsters. Is, oh. is that, like, considered, like, the Invisible Man? Is that the next in the line to, like, Tom Cruise's The Mummy? You know, I don't know. Um, I, I don't, I doubt it. I, mean, I, I, I think the, the Chris Evans Dracula movie and the Mummy movie did so bad, I think they're just trying to, like, not... Yeah, universe build, but I know Chris Evans did a Dracula. I didn't either. Me neither. Or not yeah. Chris Evans. Name is- Luke Evans. I'm sorry. Who? Well, there goes my plans for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like Dracula Unbound or something. It was like hmm. about ten years ago, maybe. That was more Jake's territory. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. We have to follow vampire stuff. He did. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I have been curious about that movie because there's just something horrifying about some, uh, you know, it's like the Predator. Someone you can't see, you know, they could be anywhere. And who hasn't wished for that ability at one point or another? Have you not seen the original Invisible Man? I have not. It's actually, it's it's almost borderline a comedy. Just the way some of the shit he says as he's going crazy and some of the, the, the pranks he pulls, quote unquote, it's, you'll get a kick out of it. I'll watch if it. If you like that old school, like, Honeymooners kind of slapsticky. Why I ought to... There's some of that in there. One of these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight to the moon. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. That brings back to me, right? That's mm-hmm. Jack. Yeah. Nope. You yeah. for Jeremy went first. Sorry. Oh, Randy. Sorry. I was trying to fucking... <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um... We uh, just before we recorded this episode, we recorded an episode of Randy's Grab Bag, where Randy brings in a uh, bag of uh, old toys that he's just trying to get rid of out of his basement from his childhood. And since me and Jack like to cling on to such things, even if it's <laughs> other people's childhood, not even yeah. ours, uh, he brought them over. And uh, we did a whole episode on Patreon where he let us blindly reach into a bag and pull out these toys. Lots of cool goodies. But it was during this episode. That uh, the Power Ranger movie came up. The original Power Ranger movie Ooh. with Ivan Ooze. Mm. If you want to talk about yeah. some bad graphics. <laughs> Was it bad? I don't oh remember. my god, the yes. Megazord and like when he like <laughs> at the end when they were big, you don't remember? No, it's been I haven't I watched that movie in the theater and then maybe on TV when it first came to like HBO or whatever. Well it's like I was telling you guys, like I had never seen it until mm-hmm. like after we started this show. And like I oh. only watched it because we had talked about it on right. the show. I was like, the time's come. Many years have passed. You know, this this is the time. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been so bad in that movie, but the damn Zords were like before they transformed into the Megazord were not I mean they were like the, the models and stuff, right? Or no. No, 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 I'm not. They were CG, right? They were CG, too. I'm sorry. I also hated how they they changed their suits. Like, all their suits, like, were, like, hard plastic armor on them. Oh, I like the They all had, like, the coin. But the the thing that was worse was, like, their helmets were so big and chunky. They looked like ATV helmets (laughs) on the movie, but... And then before they got, like, the the power-up, or before they got, like, the ninja powers, you guys remember, like, the opening scene where... The Yellow Ranger's like, I've got headlights in my helmet. And yeah. Like, turn that on. Yep. And then yep. the <laughs> eyes just like on their own morph up. Like, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. And then the Red Ranger got that like freaking laser scanner that made him look like something out of Star Trek. Yeah. I just would have liked to have seen. Uh, well, I guess Rita and Zed were in that movie, weren't they? For the briefest. Yeah. They were they like lap dogs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, but yeah, the horrifying graphics, the horrifying <laughs> graphics at the end of that. I can't. 
I can't even say as a kid I would have been sold on that. Like, where's the dude in the suit? Where's the fucking zipper on the back? What's this bullshit? I want to see, you know, what I'm used to seeing. I, I want to see them changing. <laughs> you go watch that in the next week. Uh, yeah, and we, I was read, say not that. the movie. Just look up on YouTube. Megazord fight at the end. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they were fighting Ivan because Ivan got big, right? Ivan got mm-hmm. big and yeah. he looked like dog shit, too. <laughs> kind of like Apocalypse and uh, X-Men. And just the, the way they fucking ended that battle, like, there wasn't a big, massive, like, sword strike like every other. No, they fucking need him in the nuts, and he got plowed by a comet. Did they well, they really didn't have anything to pull from. Dude. Well, they didn't have anything to pull from from the Japanese uh, right, Sentai right. for the movie, so they had to they had to try to use their own money, and they're like, shit, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> just kick him in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> Throw in some toilet humor. Kids like that. <laughs> and I'm sure the theaters were full of kids going, arr, arr, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, just like feeding on every bit of it. So, Ooh, it, mommy, it, can we go buy purple gak now? Well, yeah. I mean, shit, I was oh. doing that with Ghostbusters, with turtles. I mean, every everything came with slime back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Carpet ruin and bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, we're back to you. As Randy was talking about with being a big fan of monsters, the next movie has kaiju in it that I thought I thought the CG in it was awesome, and it was uh, Pacific Rim. Yes. That's what I was on oh, yeah. seat there. Yeah. Yeah. But see, yes. I think what they did... I'd always bitched so much about, why is this movie always at night with all the fucking rain everywhere? Mm-hmm. I think maybe that was to maybe hide some special effects. That probably that helped a whole bunch yeah. of it, yeah. Because if they were out in the sunshine, you know, where you could see everything, they probably looked like dog shit. Yeah, because I think I've tried to watch the second one. The second one's dog shit. I cannot get into it. And yeah. I, the first one was dog okay. shit, if you ask me. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I agree we, we, that we the about story, to throw down, Dan. Uh, no, I agree with him that the story was kind of stupid. But it was so stupid. Everything else about it was awesome. I, I Wasn't that it. Liam Neeson? No. No, that was Charlie Not Hunnam. Liam Neeson. Liam, uh... uh no. Charlie Hunnam is who you think Charlie about. Hunnam, okay. Chris Evans. Liam yeah. Evans. Is that somebody? Is that oh. is it, Chris Evans. Not Chris Evans. God damn it. Who's Thor? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. 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 No, That's what I'm trying Liam to think of. No. No. Okay. He look, he kind, they kind of look similar a little bit. But. Liam Hemsworth. He was in uh, the second Independence Day movie, which wasn't good. Yes. Either. Mm. He typically is like a shining beacon for a bad movie. Like, if you see him come <laughs> on screen, you're like, oh, fuck, Run. man. What? <laughs> I guess time to leave. Ah, oh, shit. Do I get <laughs> Give up my hour or what? Austin, did you did you like Pacific Rim? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot, but it was funny because I, I like like when you said it, like half of you were saying it's shit, half of you saying it's good. It's because like I went and I'm like, look, I'm not here for story. I'm here for some freaking robot fights. Yes, like, that's yes, the only yes. reason I'm here, you know, and that's why I enjoyed it. If you went in trying to be like, well, this wouldn't be, fun, you know, <laughs> you know, that was me. The, the thing that I think I loved so much about it, it and it kind of tainted my experience a little bit was I saw it in the theaters. I and wish we, I would have oh, saw it. And when yeah, you see it was worth it. the scale of those monsters, like on a big screen mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. the detail, like the inside workings of those machines and it getting ripped apart and there's a big ass monster just pulling you out. Like it, it, it changes the movie for you. When I saw it, I we rented it on demand or something like that. And after it was over, I was like, "God damn! I wish I wouldn't have went to this theater to see it." You lose so much on a smaller screen. Yeah. I bet you uh, you could find a theater that's playing it somewhere. There's so Probably. many theaters that are playing old movies again, <laughs> even crappy ones. I just Thank- throw it on my VR helmet and watch it that way on 1080. That'd probably do it. Oh, look at Mr. Big Nutsy! Right. <laughs> like watching the theater screen like this. Oh man. Wow, oh, hit me go. over here. Shit. <laughs> then you, you switch from good special effects from that movie to bad special effects in the early 90s movie Robot Jocks, which Randy, I know, does. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't yes. know this movie. Horrible. Yeah, me either. Horrible stop action robots. I don't know. The story. Stop action? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was it's like so... claymation. <laughs> I guess the, the story might have been better because it was about. Different countries, like instead of having war, lost world, they would be like Russia. You're, you're not would wrong. have a robot. America would have a robot. And they would fight. That's how wars were battled. Yeah, disputed. They but, ripped off G Gundam, but you know, or maybe yeah. G Gundam ripped off them. I don't. Know. But yeah, uh, they probably ripped. We did an episode of what What if about that? Like, what if there was no war? What if every country just sat, yeah. sent in their mm-hmm. toughest gladiator to. You know, duke it out, and whoever wins—that's that's the settlement. That's the agreement. Wouldn't that make more that's sense? Ratings. It would. Be so that's easier. ratings right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I, uh, like the Olympics, but every year. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you could wars would be sponsored then. Coca Cola, 
You know, <laughs> this dispute between the U.S. and Russia, no, because then it's going to turn into fucking NASCAR, and you're going to get a bunch of rednecks go, "Go USA!" and the Penn's oil robot. We already have that. <laughs> yeah, we already have rednecks. Hit them with the Viagra sword. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, that brings us to you, sir. Okay, so I wanted to do this one. I didn't know if this was one people would even think for their list. Uh, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. Um, oh, I think that's, okay. A, that's a very influential. Like, like you wouldn't get Ready Player One if you didn't have Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. I think, I, I, at I least as a movie. That's um, a good pick. I would have never even thought mm-hmm. to bring them up. But yeah, I mean, the way you're just saying how, how well they sunk the 2D to the real world. Especially back then. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what makes it so crazy is that it worked. And I mean, that was, you know, pretty much there were so many kids that later found the love for hentai because of that movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are, are we speaking from experience, Austin? Or? Uh, you know, I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. I'm right, I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> and then I do, another one I want to throw in, which I'm sure probably everybody put this on their list, is Fury Road. Because, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's goes without saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was. I yeah, when sorry. you said Fury Road. I was thinking of the Death Race. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I was, yeah. Thinking, I was like, man, I've never seen that one. But no, I've seen Fury Road. Yeah, that was a good movie. I get more respect for Fury Road after seeing like the different, the way like what was actually filmed versus the visual effects that they put on top of it with like all the smoke and sand and stuff yep. blown around mm-hmm. total different changes the whole tone really? of the shot yeah it's insane how much they added wow but you can't tell because it, it it's looks that good yeah it's that good wow. so they they put out a uh, a halloween edition where it's in black and white to watch it and it's like rewatch like it's so it's fun to rewatch it that way because it's just so cool to see it in black and white because of how the lighting is, you know, like how crazy wonky it is, like in color and black and white, it looks even more eerie and it almost becomes like a horror flick at that point, honestly. Huh. I've wanted to watch uh, the black and white version. And I, I own it. I just haven't got around to it. The black yeah. and white version of Logan. Oh, oh man. Okay. That would have to be a lot, a lot deeper feeling. I would think. Yeah. 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 I would think I, I need to watch it because I've everyone who watched it said it was really good. So anyway, sorry, it was good sorry. the first time. Oh well, fuck yeah, <laughs> it was good the first time that was rated R, right? Logan was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. All right, that brings us over to Randy. Okay, I'm gonna switch gears here and talk about a special effect that you saw a lot of back in the '90s. I don't know if you see it so much now. Um, I didn't have a lot of comics growing up. Um, I just I wasn't as into him as I would be now, but I did have the Web of Spider-Man 100, and on the front of that cover, it's the debut of like the second version of the Spidey armor, but the entire front cover was embossed. The Spider-Man was embossed, all chromed out. I remember that. And then yep, the green, I have that. Do you? Yep, I've got it downstairs. Okay, I so you know what I'm cover. talking about. And the green was like uh-huh. holographic. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's like a foil cover on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the Spider-Man like raised ever so slightly on it or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, thought, I yeah. think so. Austin, can you confirm that? Oh man, uh I, I can't remember cuz it's been so long since I've actually taken it out of the bag and board, but I can't remember. Mm. Uh, I know what you're talking about though. But remember maybe not necessarily book. that one, but you remember how they used to do those kind of like embossed oh, yeah. and like 3D style covers? I used to think that was the shit back mm-hmm, in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I still think it's the shit. Whenever we're digging around in the basement, you pack rats, and oh, I yeah. see I one, I'm like, Ooh. no matter what it is, always pull it up. Look at this cover. This shiny. I've even bought shit. Yeah. The, the appeal of shiny things, yes. right? Yes. Aren't we simple creatures? <laughs> we truly are. <laughs> but it's the truth. I mean, I've even bought ones uh, twice without knowing it because I'm like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> but. All right. That was a good pick, though. Yeah, I would never thought of that. It's funny how those little... Little things can catch our eyes. Mm-hmm. Make them stand out from the pack. I'm sure kids today see it and be like, oh, look at that old shit. But, you know, that's the era we come from. Yeah. And it still speaks it's to dirty. us, doesn't it? Well, they'll be like, why isn't it moving? Right. I want yeah. it to move, <laughs> <That's> Daddy. <laughs> where's the home button on it? <laughs> Alexa. Where's Alexa? <laughs> okay. Um, here's a movie that I really don't remember a lot about. But it was a funny movie. And Jack, I believe you remember this one. Uh, Mars Attacks. Mm, yeah. Oh, yes. That was a fun movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the graphics were horrid. I can't do the noise. <laughs> What'd you say, Austin? 
I can't do the noise or whatever. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I think IDW or somebody, maybe it's Dark Horse. There was a whole like, dynamite, dynamite. Yeah. That's who it was. Yeah. Did a whole Mars Attack dynamite. series. I never read yeah. it. Did you read it? Yeah, uh, and they uh, they did a couple like iterations because I think they did like a John Carter versus Mars Attacks, which was wow. funny. Um, and then they did one, uh, Kyle Starks wrote, so like he's written like Sex Castle and he's written all these humor comics. So it's like super funny cause it's about a guy and his dad is in an old folks home and he's trying to drudge around his dad in a wheelchair to keep him alive while the Martians invade. And it's, it's great. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Mars Attacks is not one of those films I wanted to see for years. And I don't think I saw it until we started this show. <laughs> First pattern. thing that comes to mind is uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's, Parker's head, head on that yes. chihuahua. It was <laughs> so horrible. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that, uh, Pierce Brosnan in that as yep. well? Like, what was his... he was put on something else too? I thought so. Like, they yeah. both their heads were on something weird. Because at the, fin- the end, their head falls off and they somehow rock to each other to kiss at the end. Wasn't he just on like a fucking blade oh. or something? It was, it was something. Oh, I remember. It wasn't really on. I don't remember the ending. I didn't make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably. And I know there was one big thing that I always noticed when uh, the one chick with the big beehive that was swaying her arms around. Yes. And like half her face gets blown off to where you could see the alien teeth, but she's chewing gum. But that Those teeth never moved. That oh, okay. really drove me nuts. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, it's just a static. So it teeth was. Right there. I see. So it, it wasn't like something they added to make it creepy. Like what you're seeing is not what's really under there. It's just like a bad special effect. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's like they put the teeth on but didn't animate them with the chewing. Oh my god! You didn't realize that she, they were going to have to move with their jaw moving. <laughs> and that had to have been around the same. Let's see what year. I've got to look it up really quick. Keep talking about. How that was 90... Uh, that was like oh, mid-90s, I think, right? Early. Seven? Maybe 97. I was thinking 95. 96 or 97. So maybe. put in your bets. What do we got? 95, says Randy. 97. 96? 18. What did you say, Austin? 1803. 1803. <laughs> did the Price is Right rules. rules. Who's closest? Yeah. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? 80, or 96. And Austin, what was your pick? 1803. 1803. The winner is Austin with 18... No, the winner is Jack with 1996. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. That's much later okay. than I thought, and much later for them to not have any fucking reason for what they had done there. 96? Yeah, that's bad. God. Unexcusable. No. But wasn't Scorpion King after that even? Mm-hmm. It was around the same time this... Starship Troopers came out, and those were pretty good special effects. Those were, yeah. 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 It's just... Every time I see a movie like this, I just it baffles the mind to think about all the quality control this shit got through to make it to the screen. Yeah. Like all the people who is that, like, "This looks good." Yeah, <laughs> and you know, there's not just one person saying it looks good. There's there's got to be a whole like ladder of approval this thing has got to go through. Well, you know, Tim Burton was part of Mars Attacks. I'm pretty sure. Maybe that has some hmm. of it. So you got um, that old. Old type movie horror because he's like anti like anti special effect, didn't he? Uh, I don't know about that. Or, oh. I mean, at anti CGI. Oh, I could probably see that because I don't think there's any movie that he's ever had that's yeah. been CG at all. Okay, mm-hmm. it's always yeah. been practical. Nightmare was all stop motion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. But Mars Attacks did have CG, so maybe he just didn't really give two shit. I don't care. It's mm. CG, whatever. Mm. They snuck it in on him. Yeah. <laughs> this will impress him. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, who's that bring us to? We about out of time. Good eye, Jack. Yeah. Good eye, Jack. A little out of practice here. <laughs> a little out of practice. But Jack is right. It is time to move that segment right along where we turn our attention over to Austin. And Austin, I do want to thank you uh, for being back here again today. So far, this has been a lot of fun. And I'm excited to uh, hear about everything that you've been into and uh, what's going on at your website, HamblingComics.com. I think last time we had you on, we were talking a whole bunch of different comics like Headless Hitman, The Adventures of Punk and Rock, uh, two screwed up bounty hunters and many more. What what can you tell us? So what have you been up to? What's new? So uh, in October, October 7th to be exact, I'll have a short story being published in a anthology by Top Cow and Image Comics uh, called Stairway Anthology. And I'm pretty stoked for that. Nice. Wow. Mm. Congrats. Yeah, I, I like I, 
I always say that like when I got into comics, it was because of superheroes, 100%. The reason I stayed in comics was because of Image, and uh, I, I'm like, like it's like how Robert Kirkman was like a huge Image nerd, and he's like, that's the only place I want to work. Like, that's me. Like, my goal is, you know, is like is to make a living writing comics, but is specifically to make a living writing comics there. Uh, so getting, because I'll, I'll, this will come out two weeks before I turn 26. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked that I get to do it like early on in my career wow. and then to eventually, yeah, like I, I vein searched myself and they have a creator page on their website for me now. And like for most creators, it's like their name and a, a, a picture, a bio, and then like all the stuff they've done. Now me, it's just no bio, no picture in this book, but I'm still like, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's one of those things that has been like. Uh, I think it's funny because I don't think it would have come out this fast if it wasn't for the pandemic. Uh, so, right. which d doesn't make sense because this was like a lower priority thing for them. Uh, but then it, when they had more free time, it was like, okay, well, we can get this all squared away. Uh, and then they just got put pedal to the metal on it. And yeah, October 7th. And what's that book called one more time? It's called Stairway Anthology. Uh, they did a, uh, so it, they did a book a few years ago that was called Stairway and basically all the stories in this are just like sci-fi off the wall kind of uh you know or like things of that nature so i haven't read many actually any of the other stories so i'm not like 100 percent sure i know that like some people have got like you know like nazi fighting and stuff um my story is uh after a series of strange disappearances in the southern part of the united states um Clint, who uh, has always tried to get away from his family, specifically his younger brother, who is a piece of shit redneck, um, his brother goes missing. And uh, he was once, uh, the older brother uh, is, was once the greatest detective um, in the state. And so his sister convinces to look into the disappearance of his brother. And there's very, very crazy things that happen after that. So I can't, it's one of those things. It's a seven page story and I can't give you too much. Sure. <laughs> They're trying to, what the interest without spoiling anything, uh, but uh, it's 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 something really weird. So I can tell you that. That's really cool. I cannot wait uh, to read that. And I, I love anthologies. I think we all do. Oh yeah, mm. a little bit of everything for everyone, right? It's crazy to uh, you know. Again, we haven't talked to you since 2017 to see the progress you made. I think the last time we spoke with you, you were interning with Devils Do. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think I had just finished that up when I had talked to you guys. So, and they've um, got good projects. I really enjoy Devils mm -hmm. Do, but now you have content coming out on Image, man. That's man. Congrats to you. That's awesome. I'm pretty stoked because uh, one of the guys that's uh, an editor over there. I was I was emailing him, and I'm like, look, like I don't want to come off like too much of a fanboy, but like if you could get Mark Silvestri to read this, this would be pretty awesome. And he goes. <laughs> He emailed me back and he's like, no, 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 dude. He's like, you got nothing to worry about. He goes, Mark reads everything that Top Scout puts out. Because because Matt Hawkins runs the company now, but Mark is still the owner. Uh, but yeah, he's like, no, Mark reads everything that Top Scout puts out. So like, I'm like, that's wicked awesome. I don't that's know. Really I just, cool. for me, it's like, dude, it's freaking Mark Silvestri. <laughs> and he's reading my work. Uh, right. He's going to wipe his ass with it. But you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Might be being on Netflix. So. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I had another cool thing happen this year. This was really so. Like, I'm really close with. Uh, so, so I have a comic book dad, uh, and then I'm gonna explain this. His name's Phil Hester. And he's been working in comics for like 30 years. He drew Kevin Smith's Green Arrow run. Oh, wow. Sort of Wonder Woman. He drew Kevin uh, or Robert Kirkman's uh, Ant Man run at Marvel. He's been around forever, and he lives like an hour south of me here in Iowa. And I call him my comics dad because. He has two kids, and one's a year older than me, and one's a year younger than me. But neither of them pursued comics in any way. Now it's funny because like I'm the complete opposite. My dad was a farmer and worked at John Deere. And for those who are unfamiliar with John Deere, they make tractors. So my dad made <laughs> tractors and farms. Uh, so that's why I call him my comic dad. Uh, but thanks to him, he's drawing Family Tree with Jeff Lemire right now. And and Jeff Lemire is one of my favorites um, of all time. And I wrote up uh, like an essay about the first volume of Family Tree and, and all this. And he sent it to Jeff and Jeff read it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you did cool. what? Like, so. That's cool. It's that just a really big, awesome. you know, it's a big win for me personally. You know, like I, I always read his stuff and like, 
not, it's not like, you know, he's going to be like, cool, I'm going to get you a job somewhere. That's not how that works. But just to know that he read it, I'm like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's somewhat of, there's an impression made in that mind from your story, whether it be good or bad. I, I mean, I think any impression in this case would be a good impression, but I can't see, imagine it being bad. We've seen your past work and I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't call it bad, but, um, Man, that's really cool. So many people we've seen looking to uh, get right where you are. And, you know, there's been people we've had on the show continue over and over for four years, and they just kind of seem to sit in the same uh, little duck pond. And uh, a boy, Austin, on image. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So what about all these other comics uh, that we had talked about in the past? Are they still in production? Are they Have they uh, already, like, completed their run? What's happening with them? So uh, the Adventures of Punk and Rock, we kind of we, we were like, oh, do we want to do more? Or do we not want to? Because we had a you know we had a whole graphic novels worth out, and they're all self-contained stories. And I thought, hey, you know what we should do? Uh, you want to do like a, a COVID nineteen PSA comic with them? And we did, and we just put it online for free. And and uh, basically the message was, you know, don't be a dick was the message of the the thing, you know. Uh, so we did a little short there, and then we're like, hey, we should do some more. Um, and so we're working on a book of short comics with them. Like one of the things that we wanted to do, I was like, you know, what'd be cool is if we did we we answered fan questions, like real f- people could submit the questions, and then the comic would be punk and rock talking to them explaining to them right so we just did one about like how much toilet paper should you use when you go to the bathroom somebody asked me that and it from and it's cool because like if i get people get my friends from all over the u.s and all over the world to ask it it's be like yeah this was a real question from a guy in omaha and it got answered by two things that aren't real uh <laughs> but it's kind of fun yeah because you can answer that uh, question in, 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 a, in a way that Austin never would. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. I yeah. I, no, it wasn't me. That. They said it. Yeah. <laughs> control over them. That's really cool, but, man. Uh, so we're, we're slowly doing those. And I just, uh, just had a Kickstarter finish. I did a collection of short uh, writings that were non-comic writings. They were um, – like uh, fiction, nonfiction. I, it, I, it's called odds and ends because it just was whatever I felt like writing about. So sometimes I wanted to write something, you know, like I wrote about a relative that passed away. Uh, and then other times I wrote a fake porno script because I thought it would be fun. I tried to make it as cheesy as possible. Um, just because why not? Uh, that and that's pretty funny. much what that book ended up being was just all these odds and ends pieces of writing of whatever I felt like writing. And it took about a year and a half to get enough, but. It was a lot of fun, and I got to get some stupid crap out of my head that otherwise might not have. You'd always be wondering, what if I wrote a porno? <laughs> you got to put it in that kind of medium instead of it maybe sneaking out in somewhere else where you end up regretting it at the end. <laughs> what if Johnny never laid that pipe? <laughs> I, I shouldn't have put that in this comic. Well, I, it was it was one of those things because, like, I don't know. I, I, I got to, like... My, I, I'd like to write a novel someday, and it's not. I don't want to pursue a career as a novelist. It's just like a bucket list thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. I always like, and, and I do enjoy reading books, but I, I highly, I just I like comics so much better. Like comics are are my love. Like, like I like books, but comics are you know so far up there. Uh, so it kind of was like my way of getting to practice writing, and I, I think it's kind of like if you started painting, if you were a comic artist, but you started p- doing paintings that'll make you an overall better artist and things that you do while you paint will make you a better comic artist. Not sure. everything, but some stuff you can pull over and do it. Um, one thing. So like I, I've been for about since 2014, I journal just about every single day. And I found that that kind of seeps into my work sometimes where like, I've got inner monologues with characters, but I'm like, yeah, this feels just like how somebody would say this in their head. And I'm like, well, yeah, no kidding. Cause every day for, six years i've been writing down stuff from my own head you know and uh, it's like it's therapeutic for me and it helps me plus you know then if i don't write anything else that day i can still be like you know what i did write i I wrote a journal and it's not much but it's still like you know the uh, martin luther king jr said this where it's like if you can't run walk if you can't walk crawl all that's important is that you just keep moving forward Mm-hmm. Sure. So. Yeah, and um, I think I can. I think we can kind of relate to that a little bit over here on our end too, right? No. Oh yeah. I never run. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I mean, awesome. I don't either. 
<laughs> so you said there's you guys did a this this punk and rock uh, like COVID PSA comic that's for is this still available to the uh, general public or? Uh, yeah, I've got it on my Twitter account. I, I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put it as uh, the the uh, as the pinned tweet above if anybody wants to read it. It's just four pages, but it's it is pretty funny um, and. Uh, one of the things we did in the punk and rock comic uh is so the narrator interacts with the characters and the reader so there was a couple times where both myself and the artist appeared in the comic as ourselves and we were when we when we appeared we were basically like gods because you know we created this comic so there's like these weird interactions with our own characters that we created uh and that happens in the psa comic uh uh as we show up and yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I got drawn a little uglier than I actually am, which is almost <laughs> impossible to do. But he did it, so good for him. Uh, <laughs> but breaking the breaking the fourth wall, it's yeah. like uh, that. What was the last episode of the uh, Spider-Man animated series where Stanley? Oh was in yeah, there? He, like, did he? I didn't. Uh, yeah, he took yep. Stanley on uh, web slinging. You didn't see that? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I fell off I that I... one way before it ended. Oh, the last season was so tight. It was got like so old. Yeah. Last yeah, season wars. Was, I got old. No, the season was cool. The, the last season there was Secret Wars. Was that with Madam no, Web and everything? Madam Web. That's when I started. Had Captain America. A few of the X Men were there. Okay. Uh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah, it was so. Iron cool. Man as well. That was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I got Disney Plus. I can hop on it. There you, you go. should. Yeah, I love that series. I need to get back watching that X Men series again because I was really getting into that. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. This is Austin time. Is there anything else uh, you, you'd want to push? I, I, I always ask, where can people check you out, like in public, at cons? But this isn't the time to ask that question. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could ask you, are you doing uh, like any digital conventions? Because I know like a lot of the con worlds have like gone to yeah. day-long digital things. So you, have you done anything like that? I, I haven't yet. I've got a, um, I've been reached out by, uh, to from some people about being on some panels about like self-publishing and stuff. And so hopefully there's soon. I i'll be on one uh, i've actually it's funny because i think i've been trying to hit the podcast circuit pretty hard here the past few months i think this is like the fifth podcast i recorded in the last two and a half months because uh, wow. <laughs> look at you i have been I, well i don't know like i feel like i'm one of those people that like i i attach my self-worth far too much to my creative endeavors you know like whether i find success or whether i don't which is really not a good thing to do um and, and like the stuff that I talk about in therapy, sorry if I'm getting a little deep here, but it's no, like, it's, fine, it's a thing. Uh, but like it, it's uh, at times it can motivate the hell out of me. And, you know, it, this kind of like lit a fire under my ass because I'm like, you know what? Right now, nobody's hiring in comments. I mean, you know, most people are laying off. Like if you have a book, it's a big deal. Um, so I'm not going to get hired on a book, but you know what I can do? I could still put out my, put out all my stuff that I, that I can afford to and manage to create and I can go get out there and I can pimp my stuff as much as possible. You know, that's, that's all I can do right now. So I just need to do that. Like I can't go to cons and try to hit up editors though. I was at C2E2, which is one of the only two cons that'll probably happen this year. So that's kind of cool. C2E2 is happening. It did happen. No, it I, did happen. It did happen. Yeah, it was in uh, at the end of February. So it was like, and then two weeks later. Oh, was, I yeah, see. Yeah. I see. I see. Right yeah, before. Because yeah. the there was before. Right before. I thought you were saying this. There was that soon. one. And then the week after or before, there was a con in Mexico City. And then those are like, yeah, I mean, I read an article that they're not canceling New York Comic Con yet. And I'm like, uh, yeah, they better. Uh, otherwise, who's going to go? Yeah. Who would? Who yeah. in their right mind would still go there? And, and there's not going to be any creators there. What, How many what? of them have good insurance? You know what I mean? I mean like, yeah. Sturgis is going on right now. So, oh my probably. god! No, no. they have bands playing there because Chris Jericho's band Fozzy is playing there. Yeah, he played uh, there the other day and over they, the like, weekend. Yeah, because he's got like a tour of that area around there, and like they showed, and they're like. So, yes, they have the venue at half capacity, but it doesn't matter when everyone shoves to the front. You know what I mean? <laughs> Feast the fucking purpose. Somebody's out there in the mosh uh, pit. Six foot, everybody. Six foot. Yeah, yeah good luck yeah. with that fucking job. That wouldn't work. <laughs> wow. So, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, when I saw, like, the pictures, I'm like, oh, they're like, it's at half capacity. It's like, yeah. The thing with him, it, it, it frustrates me. I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Is He is still... Oh, he's on AEW right now, which they're still running shows every week. And I'm like, right. you know, by you doing that, you're putting all your coworkers in so much danger because 
you know, you're going to be up on them. You know what I mean? Like, if you have it, you're, there's no way they ain't going to get it. I mean, short of a porno, that's the most contact you're going to have with somebody. <laughs> like, that's the truth. Uh, so it, it makes me a little angry. I mean, obviously, I know I can't control people. Uh, but I also thought he was smarter than that. You know, you, or right. you hope at least. You know, don't meet your heroes, kid. You know what they say. <laughs> yeah. We know all about that on our end. My God. Henry Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've, we've talked about uh, many times on the show, even in a, a world that without COVID, when you go to a con, you better take hand sanitizer. Oh, God, I mean, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, long before yeah. we were, you know, everyone was doing it. Us con people were sanitizing mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. crazy because you don't want to get that con crud. Nope. That flu, that gross shit that you inevitably are going to come You're home gonna with. You're going to get it anyway. You're going to yeah, get it. Always. So well, just now on how with a pandemic, yeah. come on. Yep. It's a cesspool the, the of COVID. What? <laughs> The irony of that is funny because, like, I was thinking back to cons that I went to, and do you want to know which ones I usually didn't? Because, like, you always get, like, you know, you'll be made just a little sick, you know, after every one of those. The few that I didn't get sick after were the ones where I had drank the most that weekend. So maybe the alcohol <laughs> killed it out of my system. And then when I sweat it out, it cleaned my hands off. Um, I could see that. Yeah. I found the best and way to beat it. sickness is destroy my liver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so far. <laughs> I can't argue with well, the results. <laughs> and I don't, it's funny because, like, I don't even, like, I don't even really drink. Like, I have a beer every now and then. I'm like, that, that sounds like, you know, like I'll crave one. I'm like, oh, I'll have a beer. I'll have a blue moon or whatever. But, like, when I go to cons, I'm like, oh, I gotta, like, I feel like, like, socially drink, which, like, <laughs> yeah, can be dangerous, but not like when I was interning with Devil's Do, that was super cool because I was hanging out with their crew at the bar. And uh, Josh Blaylock, who runs the company, was like, hey, let me buy you a beer. And I'm like, oh, you don't have to. And he's like, dude, you're you're an intern. Like, you're doing all this shit for free for me. Like, I can buy you some beers. And I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, but, like, uh, we're sitting there, and it's the hotel. There's, like, it was in Kansas City, and there's a convention center. And then there's a hotel across the street, but there's, like, a walkway under the street so you can get back and forth without having to cross the road. So all the people that were head tables at the con were at this hotel. And... So we're just sitting there, you know, talking about comics. And then Brian Polito comes up because he's friends with Josh. And now I had never met Brian Polito before, but yeah, did I know who he was? And did I know what he looked like? And so he just walks over and I'm like standing right next to him. And I'm like, that's Brian Polito. And then someone's like, yeah, that's, that's B. And I'm like, what do you mean B? That's, that's Brian, Mr. Brian Polito. And you will be addressed as such. <laughs> Show a little respect. Uh, and then I was just like, you know, that was, it was kind of funny. Cause like my dad, like, so my dad, like I said, he's farm with Joe, you know, like he always supported me through comics. He, he drove me the closest comic shop here is a half hour away and he drove me every Wednesday and he did not have to, oh, that's and cool. he would give me money. Like, and he, and he, he doesn't like understand it, but he's always been supportive. That's cool. But there's, t- there's two areas that we cross over on of, of nerdiness. He likes pro wrestling and he likes Star Trek. Mm. So at that same con. We're, we're getting ready to go across the street or whatever because we are set up. And I look out the window, and there's George Takei, right, just outside the window. And I'm like, oh, my, right? So the first, thing I did, first thing I did was call my dad. And I woke him up because it was, like, it was early in the morning, and he has a weird sleep schedule. But he's like, you okay? You know, is everything okay? And I'm like, dad, dad, no, not, no, nothing's okay. You, I just saw George Takei. And he's like, who? I'm like, Mr. Stulu. <laughs> And he's like, what? Like, and he was, and I was like, it was himself. just through a window, but he was like pumped. That's awesome. So. Yeah. And who wouldn't be? Oh my, I would be very pumped. <laughs> it's amazing to see him. Wow. How cool. It was really cool because it's weird. Like you look around and you're like, hey, there's Jason Aaron. Like you're writing. Uh, I don't know what he was writing at that time, but I'm like, you know, you're writing this book at Marvel. That guy over there is doing this book at Dark Horse. That's Lou Ferrigno. Uh, <laughs> you're on Battlestar Galactica. Uh, and it just, it was such a surreal moment because it's like some of these people were legitimate celebrities and other ones are like legitimate comic celebrities. Right. And I'm like, I'm just here with a beer. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> just being a dude. <laughs> I'm just no, observing. Just let, just let me watch, please. It's so um, cool when those kind of things happen. I mean, and, you know, something we experience here, when, not only when we have people on that we admire, but in, when we're out in the wild at cons and mm-hmm. you find yourself, like he's saying, st- standing right next to someone. Not that we've had the opportunity to have beers with them. No, no. Holy shit, Austin. But uh, all the same. Well, very... come on. You guys did that with um, Doug Jones. 
We didn't well, have beer, but we yeah. we had we had tuna fish and tank sandwiches. <laughs> we just had dinner with them. We didn't have a beer. <laughs> we didn't have beer. We just conversed for hours. <laughs> you know, you know, alcohol Ice tea and makes tuna it, fish sandwiches. There it was. Nice time. Chicken salad, I think. Chicken that's salad. What that's what it was. <laughs> I just remember a big mayonnaise talk between the three of us. He there loves his mayonnaise. Who the fuck doesn't? <laughs> Except on our hands. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh. sound of it. Yeah, gross. <laughs> well, Austin, man, this has been a blast, and uh, we'll have to get you back on in the future. But uh, as far as I have your your social media goes for Twitter, you're Austin A. Hamblin, and on Instagram uh, at Stumpy Ham. Is there anywhere else we should be directing people? Yeah, if you go to my website, uh, HamblinComics.com, mm-hmm. um, it's got like. All the links to buy my books. It's got a blog. It's got all my social media handles at the bottom. Uh, and if anybody made it this far into the podcast, if you hit me up on any form of social media and say, hey, I heard you on the Canned Air podcast, I will give you 50 pages of comics that I've written via PDF for free. Holy oh, yeah. shit. The Canned Air bonus. Thank you, sir. Very yeah, nice. No. So any, just just say, hey, I heard you on Canned Air, and I'll be like, you're the one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> to the end. Uh, I hope we get a listener on this episode. No, too. I'm just kidding. I only Thank said you. that because I feel like uh, after our hiatus, like uh, we'd, we'd be coming back to like trickle down. But <laughs> we'd come back and nothing. Like everybody, like, crickets. We're entertaining crickets. <laughs> nah. Yeah. I'm good at taking the blame, okay? I will. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't be your doing if, uh, yeah, definitely wouldn't be your doing. But no, Austin, again, thank you so much for being here. Again, keep in touch. And, man, I cannot wait to uh, see your work with that, with that image logo right yeah. on there, brother. Congratulations to you. Thanks. I'll mail you guys a book when I get them. That's oh, awesome. Thanks, man. Very awesome. Jack, what do we have on the website, sir? Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, become a patron, get some merch, see some videos, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. Is you be a guest in the world? <laughs> that last sentence <laughs> got like a little out it's of so practice. Funny, we get going. so used to saying the same lines over and over. Mm-hmm. That they just kind of morph into their own sound, <laughs> yeah. don't they? Normally, you get on the start going you know. too fast. <laughs> Sound like the Micro Machines guy. I have to slow myself down when I do the Twitter and Instagram handles because sometimes <laughs> I just get so fast, I, I like trip over. I don't know why. Let's see if I can get it right this time. Don't forget to find us on Twitter, Instagram. Shit, see, <laughs> don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to show a little bit of support. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Pod. $5 a month gets you access to the uh, Candare Patreon pod. And uh, also, society6.com. Is that also forward slash Pod? Yep. T-shirts, uh, mugs, hoodies. decals, hoodies. There's a cool wall mural with the uh, wall like a wooden thing with our what? logo. It's kind of neat on there. A wall mural? Oh. Yeah. It's kind of like... Jackson Pollock? <laughs> <laughs> Way to explain it, Let's Jack. See. It's, it's, it's wood. It's, it's, it's wood. It's, it's neat and it's wood. it's wood. I've been described the same way. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> but hey, if you're up bright and early, check us out on Redline Radio. Wake up with your boys at Canned Air and then tune in to Jack and me and our happy asses every Tuesday night at 9 and play some games with us. Win some merch. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll win some wood for your wall, all right? There you go. Show us how smart you are. I'm going to see how smart I, I think I'm going to become in last place when I jump on this thing. You don't know, guys. Jack. I'm horrible at that game. Oh, it's freaking hard. It mm. is. Yeah. Those timed rounds are the bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, gentlemen, it's good to be back. Good yes. to see you guys. Good to talk with Austin. I'm glad we had this uh, fun episode to uh, get back into the habit. Yes, so, yes. Looking very forward to what the future holds. Like Randy said, a lot of good shit to come. Uh, via Starting this. with Austin, we're clearing that now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean that not this episode. A lot of great shit coming after this episode. It's good, but it'll get better. <laughs> not at all. This was a blast, and I hope you had fun, Austin. Yes, it will. Everybody, don't be a dick out there right now. Well, yes, exactly. So, until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. I'm Austin Amblin. There we got him. <laughs> and forgot what it was. There it was. We'll talk to you next time, everyone. And until then, be excellent to each other. Hey, what 
My parents are mean, so I'm running away from home. Where you gotta go? I don't know yet, but that'll show them. <laughs> it sure will. Shipwreck! Parents just don't understand, and it gets lonely on the road, so be sure to listen to the Candare podcast. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Balls, wrong, wrong button. Got up on him. <laughs> Just kidding. Skype closes out. <laughs> goes off wide. <laughs> a little out of practice. Uh... This has been a canned air production. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately 7 minutes.